All across America and around the world, this is Veterans Radio. This is Veterans Radio. And now, your host for today's program, Dale Throneberry. And this is Veterans Radio, and my name is Dale Throneberry, a CW2 helicopter pilot in Vietnam in 1969. Welcome to Veterans Radio, the voice of America's veterans, as we like to say here. This is our 20th year. Can you guys believe that? We've been broadcasting the stories of America's veterans for almost 20 years, and we're so excited to have our guests on today that are going to be honoring some of these Vietnam veterans. And so we're going to start off with a singer from the Operation Song program, which all of you are familiar with, I think, down in Tennessee. And then we've got an interview with the NBBDC uh, spotlight of the business. That's a veteran-owned business. And that's for uh, Nick Wilson, who owns uh, Legion Logistics. And then finally, we're going to have some more music toward the end of the program. And that's going to be with David Bray, uh, who's going to be uh, live in performance down in Toledo at the end of the month. So we're really excited to have you here join us. If you uh, want to get in on the action and give us a call, you can do that at 734-822-1600. Uh, before we get into the interview with David uh, Kent, I need to uh, thank our sponsors because, of course, we can't do this program at all without them. Uh, number one is uh, Legal Help for Veterans. They've been with us since uh, almost since the very beginning. And Legal Help for Veterans specializes in veteran disability claims. If you have an issue or a question about your disability uh, claim, what you're entitled to benefits-wise, you can give them a call. That number is 800-693-4800, 800-693-4800, or you can go to their website. That's LegalHelpForVeterans.com. Uh, the National Veterans Business Development Council, better known as NVBDC, uh, they are the nation's leading third-party authority for certification of veteran-owned businesses. For more information, you can go to their website, that's nvbdc.org, or give them a call at 888-237-8433. If you have a veteran-owned business and you want to do business with the federal government and with some corporations, you need to be certified as a real veteran-owned business. And these are the folks that can do that for you. So that number again is 888-237-8433. The Charles S. Kettles VA Medical Center here in Ann Arbor, Michigan. We like to think it's one of the finest VA medical centers across the country. For more information, you can go to va.gov slash Ann Arbor Healthcare. We'd also like to thank our local veteran service organizations for their continued sponsorship. It's, we really do appreciate it. Uh, this is the Irwin Prescorn American Legion Post 46 and the Charles S. Kettles Vietnam Veterans of America Chapter 310, both of Ann Arbor, Michigan. If you would like to become a sponsor of Veterans Radio, you have to remember that we are a production now of Veterans Radio America. And Veterans Radio America is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation, and so your donation may be tax deductible. So we encourage you to go to our website, that's veteransradio.net, and click on support. Support the cause, as they say. Uh, oh, I'm also reminded, just got a text. I'm also reminded to tell you that we are also on Facebook and Instagram and, uh, our podcasts are up everywhere on the uh, podcasting world out there. So you can always find our program. This particular program you're listening to right now will be uploaded, uh, tomorrow morning 
at 11 a.m. So every Monday, the Sunday Veterans Radio program is uploaded as a podcast. Uh, Jim Falzone, my partner, he uploads an individual podcast every Tuesday at 11. So anytime you want to listen to Veterans Radio, you can just go to your favorite podcasting service, type in or save Veterans Radio, and you'll find out what's going on here. Okay. Hey, I got some, I got one piece of news that I really wanted to get out to everybody. And yet it was, it was really exciting to hear about uh, Colonel Paris Davis receiving his long, long awaited uh, Medal of Honor for action on June 18th, 1965. Colonel uh, Davis, who at the time was a captain, was one of the very first uh, black Green Berets. And his action was he saved four of his, his fellow Green Berets in an action where they had been surrounded. It's a great story. If you get the opportunity, uh, just type in his name. It's uh, Colonel Paris Davis. Uh, President Biden awarded him the Medal of Honor the other day. Uh, the paperwork got lost for 60 years. Enough said, right? And any of you who have been in the military, we've all had our paperwork lost at one point or another. But go check it out. It was a, it was a, it's, it's a great story. He's a very, uh, an amazing man, just like all the other Medal of Honor recipients we've ever had the privilege of talking to. And of course, we're, we're on the, on a, on the search now to see if we can contact, uh, Colonel Paris, uh, Colonel Davis and get him on the program as, as soon as we can. The other thing I did want to mention real quickly was last night we participated in the, um, what was it called? The U.S. Hockey Arena. And it was appreciation. With, uh, let's see, where was it? Here it is. 2023 Heroes Appreciation at the uh, USA Hockey Arena over in uh, Plymouth, Michigan. And they had uh, invited all local veterans to come in. You can get in for free and so forth. A lot of great organizations there. I got to meet some really wonderful people. Uh, Native American veterans had a, had a booth there. So there's a story for the future. I also met this really cool guy. His name is, there it is. There he is, Herbert Elfing, Elf, Elfring, Herbert Elfring, uh, United States Army, World War II. He's a young guy, 101 years old. And he was really interesting to talk to. All there, everything's sharp. And so, uh, we're going to be recording him in the next couple of weeks too. So stick around. You know, we've got lots of stories to tell. If you have one that you want us to tell, make sure you contact us here at Veterans Radio. You can send me an email. That's dale at veteransradio.net and we'll get in touch with you or go to our website, veteransradio.net and click on the contact us. All right. So I wanted to get into this first story. Our guest right now is joining me on the uh, line, as they say, and his name is David Kent and David is part of the Operation Song uh, group. He is... Um, Let's see, it says he was born in Akron, Ohio, studied music all the way, formed his first band at age 12, majored in music at Ithaca College, and has been performing and writing ever since. Uh, he has worked with everybody. He's toured with Daryl Oates, uh, Hall & Oates, uh, signed a deal with Epic Records in New York, released the David Kent Band. Um, in the world of country music, he's written songs, let's see, recorded by Martina McBride, Blake Shelton, Tracy Bird, Neil McCoy, Mark Willis. Wow, he a Really a busy guy. Anyway, so let's welcome David Kent to Veterans Radio. David, welcome. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. It's a real opportunity, I thought. and We're very excited to have you on the program. 
Um, My pleasure. I know. <laughs> you know, we've been working with Operation Song for, for a number of years, and uh, we like to um, focus on, uh, on their newer songs. Could you tell us how you got involved with them? Uh, yeah, gladly. Um, I would say it was about eight years ago, something like that, uh, of a fellow songwriter here in Nashville. It's, it's a big community of songwriters, but it's actually pretty close-knit. And a fellow who I had bumped into a number of times uh, approached me and asked me if I would like to join this program. I had heard a little bit about it, but I hadn't known very much. His name is Bob Regan, and Bob founded and began this whole operation. Uh, he had been overseas uh, playing with some USO shows, and he, uh, he got the bug when he realized just how powerful uh, music is for telling stories and getting people involved. It's funny, those of us who write music sometimes don't even realize how powerful it can be. But he was uh, had his guitar out and was playing with a bunch of active duty guys overseas, I think in Afghanistan or Iraq at the time. And when he came back, he thought, you know what? There are a lot of veterans out there who have stories to tell. A lot of them are some very sad and upsetting stories. And a lot of these guys don't respond well to some of the VA programs, either medicine therapy or talk therapy. Sometimes they don't really feel like talking to a guy in a white coat who's never been overseas with them and doesn't really know what combat is about. Anyhow, he realized, Bob did, that People will open up when you ask them to write a song with you, even if they've never written a song before. They're not necessarily as willing to sit down and expose everything as they would with a, uh, a psychotherapist. But if you're just writing a song, they're more, more willing to open up a little bit and uh, just tell their stories. And the power that therein lies from uh, just sharing some time and uh, talking with these guys turned into something that, he soon realized was uh, very important, very powerful, and he decided to expand it. And over the years, he was able to develop this program where professional songwriters here in Nashville were paired up with veterans uh, from any number of different conflict conflicts. I, for example, have been I've written with guys, 101 year old fellows from uh, World War II as well, and a bunch of guys in their late 90s and. Uh, Korean veterans and a lot of Vietnam veterans and a bunch of guys from Iraq and Afghanistan and Desert Storm. And in any case, I was glad to join. I didn't know what I was getting into entirely. And I was a little scared at first because I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do justice to these stories. But everybody I've worked with so far has been so open and so welcoming. And it's the most rewarding songwriting I've ever done in my life. And I can say that easily, even though I've spent 32 years here in Nashville writing for the country music market, uh, there's very little that compares with the, uh, the power and the emotion that comes with writing real stories about real people's lives. Um, that was a long answer. But that, there it is. <laughs> That's all right. You, you, you hit all the spots I was going to about rewarding and how good it feels to actually do these things and the great stories that you learn. Uh, the, the program Operation Song is something that I, I find just I don't. I can't even describe it. It's it's just a fantastic program where they take veteran stories and then they work with professional songwriters like you and they end up with these great stories uh, and great songs. So how how did you get involved in uh, this the particular song? It's a uh, uh, it's welcoming home Vietnam veterans. 
Well, um, like I say, we have written all kinds of songs over the last eight years and in different formats. Sometimes it's just one songwriter and one veteran or active duty member sitting down together um, or on Zoom if the, uh, when the COVID thing was going on, and uh, you write a song that way. Sometimes we go on weekend retreats where we take about 10 or 12 songwriters and meet with about 10 or 12 veterans and spend a weekend uh, working together, and we come up with 10 or 12 songs. Uh, in this case, I was asked to go work with a group of veterans in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, who called themselves the alumni group. These guys and ladies, excuse me, it's, it's both genders, um, have gone through the program once before at least and done one of those formats that I spoke to you of earlier. But they enjoyed it so much that they wanted to keep doing it. So they formed a group of about, I'd say, somewhere between 10 or 15, and they meet every other Friday uh, at a facility down in Murfreesboro. And the songwriter goes down and works with them as a group. In this case, it's one songwriter and all 10 or 15 of these veterans. And they decide what they want to write a song about collectively instead of a one-on-one. And I got asked to part, and this is a six or eight week long program. So I was asked if I wanted to do the Murfreesboro alumni group for a while. And I said, yes, of course. And so I drive down there and meet these guys and ladies, and we just hit it off right away. And I guess it was it was our first meeting where we talked about what we wanted to write about. And a bunch of people came up with different ideas. And then a fellow came in and said, by the way, um, I'm not one of you, but I run this facility here, and I just wanted to let you know about an upcoming event on March 29th where there is a big welcome home for the Vietnam veterans uh, it's going to be a nationwide event, and I wanted to, he wanted to tell us all about what was going to be going on in Murfreesboro. And at that point, after he left and told us about the event, one of the veterans uh, and I started talking and came up with the idea that there's never really been a song to officially welcome home the Vietnam vets who were met with a less than appropriate welcome when they did come back in uh, 71. Um, and so we decided that's what we were going to write, an official sort of anthemic little song to welcome home the vets the way they should have been welcomed home. And that, that, gave, that was the seed that sparked this little song, and we decided to just be very bold uh, and call the thing Welcome Home from Vietnam, and that's exactly what it is. That's what it is, and uh, it's, we're going to play it. We're going to play it in just a second here as soon as I – I kind of give Derek the high sign and say, okay, we're ready to go. So we're going to play this song, and then I'm going to ask you, Dave, to, to kind of stick around, and we can talk a little bit about it after we've heard it, okay? Absolutely. Glad to, glad to do it. Talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Here it is. Welcome home from Vietnam. The politicians lied and 60,000 died Made us question why we ever joined the fight but we took it out on you And now it's time to make things right On the TV, in the papers You were treated so unfair 
You got blamed for Vietnam instead of the ones who sent you there. Some folks call you baby killers, call you monsters and worse. In the land where you were born, you were spit upon and cursed. You were filled with painful memories from the things you had to see. Losing limbs and losing best friends, losing half your sanity. And what made it even worse was how it ended. Treated by the country you defended. So here's a song just for you. And even though it's 50 years overdue, welcome home.
Oh, man. David, thank you. Thank you for writing that song. And whew, takes my breath away. <laughs> well, thank you for, for the kind words. It was, uh, it sort of all came together very easily. So much of the information and the lyrics in that song came directly from these veterans who were recounting to me what they went through and stories they heard from fellow veterans and, uh, of course, what happened when they got back and, and what didn't happen, which is, um, you know, a, a, a proper uh, reception. Well, you know, that's true, and we're getting over it, and this song is certainly going to help. I can't wait to dis- you know, distribute this song around to, uh, you know, my friends and local organizations of all the Vietnam veterans in the area. Um, I think you got a, a, a true winner here. I mean, just hearing the lyric repeated, welcome home is, is so powerful. Yeah, we decided not to be subtle at all, just to go ahead yeah. <laughs> and, and spell it out just the way it should be. And like I say, these, these guys and, and, and gals were telling me stories about being told, hey, you're not getting out of here with your uniform on. Put on your civvies right now or you're going to be sorry you didn't. And talking about kissing the ground, you know, the second they got off the transport. Um, it was pretty remarkable tales that they were sharing with us. And uh, it all ended up in the song, just like it should have. Well, again, I want to thank you, thank Operation Song and all of the people that contributed to it. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great team effort. And uh, all of us Vietnam veterans out there are going to be – certainly going to be grateful for the effort that was put into that and um like i said we can't wait to spread this around and uh maybe we'll have to get you back here at the end of the month to uh see what else is going on down there in nashville well uh i'll be glad to do it of course um the march 29th event is if i understand correctly uh a national thing there is a a big to do in Murfreesboro on the 29th. And I think I'm going to be singing that song live on a stage somewhere down there, uh, in front of what hopefully is a very large crowd. And, uh, let me just get in one more plug for, for Operation Song. Uh, you can find their website and listen to hundreds and hundreds of songs. And they're not, they're not all sad. They're not all, uh, you know, soulful, heart-wrenching things. There are some hilarious things and some silly things and some powerful stories. And, uh, oh, man, there are just some songs that when I hear them, they, they move me still. Ones I've written and ones that a lot of these other extremely talented guys and girls have written. Um, it's, it's an amazing program uh, that carries a, a lot of power with it, and uh, I'm honored to be included. Well, thank you for being included in that whole organization. It's 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 great, and it, it not only does it. I, I don't care. I'm lost for words here, but it, it's just expressing everything that sometimes has been built up in these veterans and their families. Because I know that some of the songs are also uh, from their families. Uh, so I I encourage our, our audience as well to go to OperationSong.org, and you'll get you you will be amazed at the collection of songs that are on there. And, and it's, uh, David, I want to thank you. Thank Terry. Thank all the people down there at Operation Song. We'll have you guys on again, probably at the, probably next month with our song of the month from Operation Song. Wonderful. Thanks so much for having me on. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, that was, uh, David Kent from Operation Song, uh, with his new, new song out there called Welcome Home from Vietnam. And I uh, encourage you to 
Check out their website, operationsong.org. All right, we're going to go into a, a little another segment. This is a pre-recorded uh, interview that Jim Fasson, my partner, did with a member of the uh, MVBDC. The uh, as we mentioned earlier on, we like to highlight. Uh, spotlight them every once a month if we can. That's the National Veterans Business Development Council. So we're going to play that interview. And uh, when we come back after that and our Medal of Honor, um, we're going to have some more music for, for you from uh, David Bray. So, uh, Derek, anytime you're ready, here we go. This is Jim Falzone along with Nick Wilson. Welcome. I am Jim Falzone, and this is Veterans Radio Spotlight on the National Veteran Business Development Council, nvbdc.org. Veterans Radio America, a nonprofit, has a partnership with NVBDC, which started in 2013. NVBDC is the nation's leading third-party authority for certification of veteran-owned businesses of all sizes. It addresses the growing need to identify and certify both service-disabled and veteran-owned businesses for the commercial and governmental marketplace, It provides and administers a rigorous certification process designed to withstand the scrutiny of governmental and corporate entities seeking to utilize veteran-owned businesses. And today we want to welcome to Veterans Radio Nick Wilson, who is with Legion Logistics. Nick, welcome to Veterans Radio. Thanks so much, Jim. Thanks very much to having uh, for having us here today. Uh, we're very proud members of the NVBDC and happy to talk about it. Well, Legion Logistics is a third-party logistics provider based in Newport, Kentucky. We're going to talk about what they specialize in in uh, terms of moving freight, uh, which is so important these days. But, uh, Nick, let's start with – tell us what your position is at Legion Logistics, but then go on and tell us about uh, the co-owner, the, your Army uh, veteran. Yes. So uh, I'm the chief revenue officer for Legion Logistics. Legion Logistics is a service-disabled veteran-owned small business that was founded in 2009. Our owner is Anthony Kutsiftidis, who is a retired Army veteran. He was also Soldier of the Year in 2007, I believe. And he helped found the company with uh, his former co-owner, who he bought out a few years ago. Uh, we recently moved to a new office in Newport, Kentucky, that we are pretty excited about. Uh, and under Tony's leadership, we've been able to grow despite the challenges of the pandemic and the freight market right now. Well, tell us a little bit about what uh, Legion Logistics does, its size, the number of people, uh, its employment of veterans, that sort of stuff. Give our veteran radio listeners an understanding. Absolutely. Uh, and, and that's why it's especially important if you are starting your own business and you're a veteran to look into what the NBBDC can provide you. Our company is only 27 people. Uh, we have an office in Newport, Kentucky, like I mentioned, as well as a few folks on the admin side that work remote. We uh, are about a $26 million company right now, and that's after we've been in business a little over a decade. The benefit that we have found with the MVBDC, we've been members of the National Veterans Business Development Council for just shy of two years. So we are relatively new to the organization. So the feedback that I'm going to give you, Jim, is, is, is very fresh. In that year and a half to two years that we have worked with them, we've attended innumerable diversity conferences, both virtual and in person, and been connected with people that we otherwise would not even be on the radar for. 
to give you an example of what the organization does from a certification standpoint, because you mentioned that, and that really is where it starts. Many folks that are starting their own business, veterans that are transitioning and they want to start their own business, they don't necessarily know what to do. They may have heard, I think there are some things that I can do, some certifications I can do. I don't know how they help me. If you're starting from that standpoint, the MVBDC is perfect. They're absolutely prepared to talk to you, and they're prepared to help you with those certifications, and they're prepared to help you grow your business. If you're an established business, like ours was when we connected with the MVBDC, then they're equipped to propel you further. So they're not just a certification agency, but their connections are very, very widespread. Well, Nick, that's ex- you know one of the things I try to stress to folks. You need the certification, but that certification then allows you to network with this much broader base of potential customers who are looking for veteran-owned businesses, and, and that's really what's happened for you, hasn't it? Absolutely. I, I, I'm sure that you, you've heard that diversity, equity, and inclusion programs are, are in front of mind for, for pretty much everyone in business in the United States right now. And a lot of veterans do not realize that a service-disabled veteran-owned small business certification will get you to the same table as a women-owned business certification, an LGBTQ certification, or a minority-owned business certification. They are all considered DEI, and so it can truly open up doors for you. And one of the things when I'm talking to business owners who are veterans, we talk about is the importance of networking. And, you know, if you were in the military for a period of time, your network, once you leave, is no longer that group. You got to get a new tribe, if you will. You got to get some business owners. You got to get some customers. It's a different group. And really an advantage of NBDC is that networking to these new tribe members that you need. And you mentioned participating in a number of the conferences and, and networking events. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yes. I, I'd, I'd like to give you an example. Uh, the NBDC does a yearly conference that this past year was in Grand Rapids. When myself and Tony, who I mentioned, uh, our owner, attended that conference, we literally ran into folks at companies we had solicited before to work with them. And then as a result of meeting them at an NVBDC event, we subsequently began working with multiple companies who had previously told us that we wouldn't be eligible to work with them at all. Now, I want to walk you through why that happened. It's not because I walked into a conference at a, at a wonderful hotel that the MVPDC sent me to and that it's just, you know, a ha- people are handing out business. That's not the case at all. But these companies we had previously approached, because we're a transportation company, we had approached the transportation people. When you're go- going to network with the MVPDC, the people you're going to be connected with are the diversity, equity, and inclusion representatives whose job is specifically to advocate for you with that company. And so one of the, one of the largest packaging companies in the world had a 20 minute conversation with me last November in Grand Rapids, Michigan at this conference. And I was able to explain our business, our certification and have a conversation I was not able to have with that company's transportation manager before. And as a result of that, we began working with that company, and we consistently do now every single day. Yeah, really, it's another door to walk through for 
big companies, but small and medium ones as well. But sometimes, you, you know, the, the gatekeeper, uh, that person says, no, no, no. But if you can come at it from a different angle, it, they turn around and go, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yes, yes, we can we can talk some more. So, so it actually happened for you. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. One of, one of the things I want to ask uh, you about uh, uh, is the certification process. It is, as I referred to it, rigorous. You really have to prove up that the service-disabled veterans involved in the business, and I take it Tony obviously is. Yes, he, he's very hands-on. He works on our, on our sales floor and our operations floor every day. Uh, from a nuts-and-bolts standpoint for the certification, Although this is why you have Amy and Keith and Jeff at the MVBDC available to you because they're going to walk you through this. If you're listening to this and you want the help, they'll do it. They're not just going to send you to a website. They will help you every step of the way. You do need to make sure that the owner, the majority owner of your business is indeed a veteran. And you do also need to make sure that that veteran has some sort of active role in the business. Now, that doesn't mean he needs to be as active as my very active CEO, but <laughs> he or she, I, I, I apologize. Uh, but it does mean that um, they have to be involved somehow. The The reason that's so important to the certification process is uh, we, you don't want someone who's just uh, an owner in the background, perhaps, but not participating in the business because, this is intended to, to go to, to veterans who are building their own businesses out there and actually working on that. And we're talking to Nick Wilson, who's the Chief Revenue Officer for Legion Logistics, which is an NVBDC certified service-disabled owned business. And I wanted to read a quote that uh, I saw Tony uh, put out um, that says, quote, the skills I learned throughout my military career have helped me to become more focused and become a real self-starter. The same holds true for all of our employees with military backgrounds. In return, our atmosphere of understanding, compassion, and camaraderie makes it a great place for veterans. I think that's the whole point. We want veterans running businesses so that they can attract other veterans and give them good-paying, solid jobs. And I think that's uh, Tony kind of summed it up there. Absolutely, Jim, and, and obviously we're a little biased over at Legion, but we do have several uh, members of our staff that, that are veterans, and we are very active in our local veteran community as well. So it, it, it is indeed exactly what it's all about. Um, in terms of the MVBCC and what they can give you, I, I really just can't express the scope of, of what they are able to do for you, though, whether you're just starting out or you really just want to get your business to the next level. They can do all of the above. So uh, explain again to our veteran radio listeners, uh, Nick Wilson, Chief Revenue Officer, what does Legion Logistics do and in what part of the country does it do it? Yes, yeah, so we are a third-party transportation management company, uh, which means that when you go to Walmart and you buy the milk off the shelf, that milk was delivered by a Walmart truck that picked it up from a Walmart distribution center. And before it got to that Walmart distribution center, someone like me or uh, at my company had that delivered to that distribution center for you from the manufacturer or the distributor or sometimes from other countries. And that uh, that's what we do. We primarily work with automotive customers and some folks in retail. We work with General Motors and Kroger and a, a few other names you'd probably recognize. But, uh, what really stands out about our company, most 
folks that do what we do are in a commissionable-based model. Uh, that's not the case with us. We have an in-house operations team and an in-house dispatch team and a third shift for both that are there 24-7 uh, that manage and route and dispatch all the carriers that we use as well. Uh, none of the folks at our office make commissions or bonuses, and we feel that that tends to make things the best for the end user every time. Well, it's an interesting and important business model in today's environment where we've talked about uh, logistic snags uh, through the pandemic. But I guess maybe my final question uh, to you, Nick, is as you look back at what it took to get certified and all the extra efforts uh, that go into this, is it something that you'd recommend to other businesses? Absolutely. Uh it, and and the, the the reason is if you are someone that is just going to that you want to just get this certification because you know it's a, a good idea to grow your business and it's going to give your business some visibility, then that's a very brief conversation with Keith and Amy at the MBBDC and they'll help you with it. Um, also, just to let you know, this is not a situation where you call them and then they're going to send you an invoice for helping you. That's that's not the case. There is a cost to the certification, but there is no cost to their tutelage whatsoever. Uh, after that, I will tell you that I literally had conversations with people that work at companies that I never imagined I'd have conversations with. I spoke with Meta, Sonico, you know, multi-million dollar companies, multi-billion dollar companies as a result of the conferences that the MVBDC facilitates you being able to attend. And I was standing next to Jim. I was standing next to many other veteran business owners that didn't start in 2009 and aren't a $26 million company and don't have a Tony and they're just getting started. And they got to have those same conversations. And in a lot of those cases, those folks that are just starting their business out, they weren't in transportation. They had something innovative and new and awesome I remember an IT company, a brand new IT company, was able to begin working with Meta, Meta, as a result of the meeting that I witnessed at this conference. Well, I don't so know. I don't, I, I don't I know, know how. What's uh, a better testament to it than yeah, that. that's what I was going to say. I don't know how nvbdc.org gets a better testimonial. Hey, Nick, uh, if people want to know about uh, Legion Logistics, uh, can you direct them to a website? Absolutely. Go ahead and check us out at www.jointhelegion.com. That's J-O-I-N-T-H-E-L-E-G-I-O-N.com, like the Roman Legion. We appreciate you taking some time today to talk to Veterans Radio, to talk about uh, your involvement with NVBDC, and we wish you and the folks at Legion Logistics nothing but the best going forward. Thanks very much, Jim. It was a pleasure. The Medal of Honor is the highest award for valor in combat given a member of the Armed Forces of the United States. There have been over 3,400 recipients of the nation's highest award. This is one of them. PFC Sammy Davis is often called the real Forrest Gump. Details after this. If you have a VA claim denied by the Board of Veterans Appeals, contact Legal Help for Veterans at 1-800-693-4800. They're experts in handling cases before the U.S. Court of Appeals for Veterans Claims. Their number again, 1-800-693-4800. Davis enlisted in the Army. He volunteered for the artillery because his father had been an artillery man in World War II and then asked to be sent to Vietnam. In November 1967, his unit was helicoptered into Firebase Cudgel. Shortly after midnight, Battery C came under a heavy mortar attack. At the same time, 1,500 Viet Cong launched an intensive ground assault. 
Davis's squad was operating a 105-millimeter howitzer that fired 18,000 beehive darts in each shell. When he saw how close the VC were, he took over a machine gun and provided cover for his crew. Convinced they couldn't survive the attack, he rammed a shell into the gun and fired point-blank into the enemy. A mortar round exploded nearby, knocking Davis to the ground, but he got up and kept firing the howitzer. When he ran out of beehives, he fired a white phosphorus shell, and then the last round he had, a propaganda shell filled with leaflets. He heard yelling from the other side of the river, and despite the fact that he couldn't swim, paddled across on an air mattress. Other GIs followed him. He found three wounded soldiers, gave them morphine, and provided covering fires. Another GI helped one of the wounded across the river. Davis pulled the other two through the water on the air mattress and resumed the fight. Just before dawn, Davis was wounded in the back and buttocks by friendly fire. President Johnson presented him the Medal of Honor on November 19, 1968. Footage of LBJ putting the medal around Davis's neck appeared in the movie Forrest Gump with Tom Hanks's head substituted for Davis's. Gump's fictional citation was loosely based on Davis's real one. The Medal of Honor series is a production of Veterans Radio. Military veterans touch everyone's life. I'm guessing right now you're thinking of a veteran, a close friend, relative, maybe it's you. Even the toughest of us sometimes need help but don't know where to turn for support. You don't need special training to help a veteran in your life. Even small actions can make a world of difference. If you know a veteran in crisis, please call the Veterans Crisis Line, 800-273-8255, 800-273-8255. A message from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. And we're back here on Veterans Radio. I thought you hope you found that interview uh, about MDBDC interesting. I, I, there are so many things out there to help you out if you're owning a veteran-owned business and you want to get a, you know you want to expand it. These are the people to go to to get the help. It's not just that they help you get registered; they also help you expand your business. They have all sorts of workshops on uh, finance and promotion and advertising and everything else. So, and encourage you to. Go to nvbdc.org just to find out. All right, we're going to go into our last segment of the program today. And right now joining me on the line is David Bray. And David is a um, former uh, United States Navy, a Marine Corps veteran. I guess you're not former if you're ever a Marine Corps veteran. Um, but he's also a national recording artist. He's been on our program before with some of his great songs. And I brought him back because there's an upcoming event that David is going to be participating in. So, David, welcome back to Veterans Radio. Well, thanks again for having me on. I truly appreciate it. It was always great. And I'm glad I caught the Medal of Honor moment there. That was awesome. That, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> he's a, I, I, you may have had the opportunity to, to run into and meet Sammy Davis and he's, he's a character just like his, Name implies, it seems like, but <laughs> he's uh, he's out there. So um, you you have a, uh, an event that's coming up uh, local to as far as those of us in Ann Arbor and Detroit area coming up at the end of March. What is that about? I do, yeah, and and you know this is this these events are not just. I don't want to put this out there. These are amazing networking events. You know, they're, they're also nice events to get for a night out and enjoy, but they're amazing network events for small businesses. And I was listening to the small businessmen earlier saying how important it is. And that and those networks are the key to any small business. If you have one thing in place, it's, it's a good network. So again, we're going to be at the Renaissance Toledo. It's for 
the National Law Enforcement Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So for all those people out there that support law enforcement and you want to have a night out and you want a great event uh, to support, they're also looking for local business support. That's what's going on in Toledo, Ohio at the Renaissance Toledo downtown, March 30th, 5.30. we got an amazing MC, Sheriff Lamb. And again, the National Law Enforcement Hall of Fame induction ceremony. And this is pretty special. Um, it's a 501c3. We're obviously looking for small business sponsors, or if you just want to get involved and buy tickets, it's nationalleohalloffame.com. I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for people to hear your music. We've got a couple of things that we queued up uh, of your songs, and um, I, I'm trying to remember now the right order. Uh, I think the last time we had you on, you played your version of it. Was a Star Spangled Banner? It could be, yep. I've, could I'm be. known for. <laughs> some people call me the rock and roll patriot. Um, I've I've toured all over the country, actually all over the world, performing for military bases, um, and and just like I said, the law enforcement community right now really could use the support of its communities more than anything. They're certainly up against a legislative wall. They're up against a, a societal wall, and. Uh, you know, I just feel like they're caught in the middle of legislation and doing what they, you know, are forced to do and what they need to do to go home safe. Um, I'm a huge supporter of law enforcement. I always have been, and my music is sort of a correspondence to that. So, uh, again, we're trying to get some people out to March 30th. That's going to be at the Renaissance Toledo downtown. If you're writing this down, go to nationalleohalloffame.com if you want to get tickets or if you're interested in sponsoring or you just want to show up and get some networking done, we'd love to have you. So nationalleohalloffame.com to find out more. I think it's, it sounds like a, a, a great opportunity not only to hear some great music, but to honor uh, the men and women in blue, as they say. Uh, as you said, uh, you also mentioned, they're, they're at the uh, – they kind of remind me of Vietnam veterans right now, <laughs> 60 years ago. Uh, they're, they're getting a bad rap, I think. I, You're I right. did want to very, very similar, very com- great comparison. Yeah. I, I, I think that's true. I, I do want to play some of your music. We got about ten minutes to go, or a little bit less than that. And um, so I did want to start off. I'm going to start off with your Star Spangled Banner. We're not going to play the whole thing through, but I wanted to um, play that so our audience will recognize it. And then the other ones I had, and you can tell us a little bit about the background of these songs, were the. Daddy's Dance, Better Man, and Too Far Gone. So hold that thought. So we're going to play Star Spangled Banner first, Derek. All right, ready, go.
I love that version of the Star Spangled Banner. It's uh, that, I don't know, is that a guitar at the beginning of the, the, the strumming? Or is yeah, it a drum? Just, yeah, the bass and yeah, guitar. But yeah, that'll get your that'll get your fist pounding your heart. You it know did. What I mean? That's what it it's did. I've listened to this many times. Being American. Just, yep. I think that. Uh, I, I no, I don't. There are obviously there are some versions of Star Spangled Banner that are a little bit too far out there, but I, I thought this was very um, honorable. I think would be the word I, I would use for that. You 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 really paid a played a good version of it i guess i could say I, I i i like that it makes me feel proud that's right that's what it's about you know like i said feeling that that pride in your heart when you want it you know when you see the flag and uh we wanted to keep the reverence for that song and still let it rock you know what i mean give it a fresh coat of paint but thank you very much appreciate <laughs> you spinning that i think it's great i i i, I, I like your music a, a lot and i i want to make sure that we, uh, we i need to thank becky this is dave's wife for uh, sending me the playlist. Now I've got all of them. And uh, it's great. You can go to, let's do a little uh, uh, promo here, Dave, for your other music. Sure. And that you, yeah. you can go to your, yeah, go to your website. Yep, the website and, is Dave, DaveBrayUSA.com, D-A-V-E-B as in boy, R-A-Y-U-S-A.com. Or just look up Dave Bray USA on Facebook. Or if you want to check out the videos on YouTube, they're incredible. I'd love to get some, some more traffic on the YouTube channel. So, Dave Bray, USA, everywhere in social media land. I think that they're they're great songs. I wanted to, to play a little bit of the uh, the song uh, "Better Man." Can you can you tell me a little bit behind that song? Sure. You know, we actually uh, did an amazing video again for "Better Man." We used uh, Ray Cash Care, is a former Navy SEAL, um, as a homeless man who finds faith and realizes his way out of poverty and homelessness uh with with faith and and the belief that he could find a better person inside of himself so better man's all about finding that faith and believing hard enough that you can dig yourself out of any hole okay that's going to play a little brief snippet of this and this is called a better man by dave bray usa
That's that's a, a better man. I, I, I'm sorry, we're running out of time. We're coming up at the end of the program here, Dave. I want to thank you very much for being on our program uh, again, Absolutely. and I'm going to have thank you on you again, again to make sure that we it. can talk more about it's, your music. Yeah, I'm, no, it's 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 great. If people want to find out more, it's DaveBrayUSA.com, all over social. Check out the videos on YouTube; some great stuff there. But one last time for the National Law Enforcement Hall of Fame. National LEO Hall of Fame.com is where you can get tickets for the event on March 30th, 530. We got Sheriff Mark Lamb, the American Sheriff, is going to be emceeing that event. Renaissance Toledo downtown. Guys would love to see you out there. And I know they're still looking for some business sponsors, but these are great business networking opportunities for you. Still time to get tickets. National LEO Hall of Fame.com, March 30th, down at the Renaissance. Good job. Good job. Good promo. We're going to get to get a whole bunch of sponsors for you if we can. Appreciate that, guys. We'll keep the word going. We are on uh, two stations here in the Ann Arbor and Detroit area, so hopefully we can do that. And um, I'm sure you, maybe you can get some interviews done down in Toledo. I want to thank you again, Dave, for being on the program, and I thank Becky, of course, as 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 well. So thanks for being thanks, for man. joining us again. You got it, brother. Thanks for having me. Be well and God bless. All right, shout out to all your sponsors. All right, thanks to you. All right, Bye-bye. all right. We're going to come up to the end of our program right now, and when we go out which we're not quite ready to go out yet, but I'm going to go out on uh, uh, another uh, version of, of Dave's of the National Anthem. And uh, this is a little bit more, I don't know what you want to call it, usual, I guess, <laughs> normal, uh, traditional. There's a word, traditional. So uh, until next week, I think we're coming up on the right time. Yep, we are. Okay, so until next week, this is Dale Thrombury for Veterans Radio. And all of you out there, thank you for listening very much. Until then, you are dismissed. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming Held the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in air Gave proof through the night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.